0: This is Russell Zone Radio, presented by russellzone.com. Find us on iTunes. Good evening one and all. This is Harry Kettle, Russell and Sports Leader have graciously allowed me to release this fantastic 15-minute interview with Vicky Guerrero on both platforms in kind of a cross promotion. Find me on Twitter at hjkettle and hope you enjoy. <laughs> Good evening, one and all. My name is Harry Kettle of WrestleZone.com and SportsKeeder, and tonight I am being joined by a very, very special guest. She is one of the most successful general managers in WWE history and is a part of one of the most respected and beloved families in all of professional wrestling. It is my honour to welcome Vicky Guerrero. Vicky, how are you today? Excuse me!
1: <laughs> Hi, Harry. <laughs>
0: That that was perfect. And first things first, last night, Raw twenty five. You noted you were tuning in live. What did you think of it as a whole?
1: You know, I loved watching all my fellow colleagues from the past and present on the big screen. It was a it was a really good show. I enjoyed it. It was also great to see, um, you know, the Manhattan Center be used, you know, as part of the show. And of course, seeing the divas, you know, in the you know the. My female, you know, colleagues—they're just—they're beautiful as ever, and it was—I was, had a fun time watching it last night.
0: Well, they were announcing the most kind of notable general managers at one stage during the show, and you didn't pop up to the chagrin of many fans. Were you hoping to get the call to go on the show, or are you just happy to have been a, to have been a part of Raw's kind of tremendous history?
1: Well, of of course I was happy, you know, to be a part of it. I would have liked to have seen maybe my picture pop up, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but when they didn't announce me or, you know, they didn't say anything, I just, I I know what I've done, you know, for Raw, so um, to know that I was a part of a little bit of history, you know, for Raw 25, I was still happy in my heart to, you know, be able to watch the show and, you know, watch it, you know, go by last night.
0: Now, it's been a few years since you've been active on WWE television and many fans would obviously love to know what you've been up to since then and what the kind of transition away from the business has been like.
1: Um, Well, you know, being away from the business, you miss it every day. I'd be lying if I said that, you know, I never look at it again or to never, you know, watch it on TV. I miss it every time I watch it. Um, But, you know, but since I've been away, I've been uh, pursuing a medical uh, career and also working on my bachelor's, you know, to finish my healthcare administration. And as well as, you know, doing other conventions and meeting greets, you know, for the wrestling industry, for independent promoters as an also um writing my books so i i keep busy even though you know you don't see me on tv anymore i, I still keep myself busy i don't know how to i don't know how to rest
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is your bachelor something that you wanted to do for a while maybe even when you were with wwe and is that something you were kind of waiting to do once you'd finished
1: well i've i always worked in school uh when I was with WWE, uh, just, you know, after being in WWE for 10 years, I, you just don't know what the life holds ahead of you. And I, I, I guess I just didn't, I want to take advantage of everything in life. Um, you know, and I was afraid of, you know, kind of, you know, staying in WWE and, and missing out on getting my degree or working in the medical field. But, um, you know, I've learned to uh, kind of love myself a little bit. And, and I, I wish I never quit, you know, because it's, it's my second family and I, I miss them every day. But to see what I can do for, the, you know, in my life uh, is pretty exciting. So um, my education always been important to me because I put that on hold for so long when my girls were young and I was at home taking care of them.
0: <laughs> so, do you ever think that you'd be able to balance uh, WWE schedule again with what you're doing now? Given that you have said you're, you know, so interested in maybe pursuing it again.
1: Yeah, I would. You know, I would. I never say never. Uh, I, I guess with my girls being older now, I don't have to worry about them being small and at home. So, yeah, if I ever had a chance, I would love to do it again.
0: So, when you do exit <laughs> an industry like professional wrestling, do you almost feel like? you kind of have to prove a point and you want to show the world what you personally can do outside of what people are used to seeing on a weekly basis
1: of course you know there's in life there's so many things to do and I don't you know I don't want to be known just for you know the screaming manager on live tv or (laughs) you know manipulating you know gorgeous young guys to be under my control (laughs) but um, you know and I think education is really important. Without my education, I was not able to get the wonderful jobs that I was able to be employed by. And um, I think education makes a person stronger and more disciplined in their life, as a just as being you know their own person. And um, I would uh, I've always encouraged anyone you know to get their education because it's just uh, it's fulfilling and you know to learn something new every day and to be challenged you know by books and examinations and, of course, professors, it's made me a stronger person emotionally and mentally.
0: So, you said that you watch the show and you love seeing all the people that you know, you've know you worked with in the past and seeing how far we've come. Are there still lots of guys and girls backstage in the company that you like to keep in contact with?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, my favorite person I, I, I talk to all the time is Tamina. Uh, she was my road partner when I was in WWE and, of course, we shared hotel rooms and, and car rides. And we ate, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. And so she's my sister that I, I never had. So um, I try. we try and get a hold of each other as much as possible because, of course, she's still on the road. And then I have, you know, my own, you know, personal life. But, yeah, we always try and make it a point to at least, you know, contact each other and, you know, catch up on what's going on.
0: So, just how important is that kind of friendship, and how how important is that kinship that you have on the road with the other superstars? Because obviously, we know about the travel schedule. So, when it comes to making these friendships, do you are they the core one of the core things behind keeping you going when you're on the road? It is,
1: you know, they're um, like I said, you know, this uh, the WWE family is my second family, and you tend to spend more time with them on the road more and you know um, physically because you're, you're with them more than you are, you know, your personal family at home. Uh, You you develop great friendships and relationships that are very special, you know, to me. And um, you know, so there's a lot of great, um, you know, People from superstars to the producers to stage crew to the catering business that um, I have wonderful friends that I miss every day. But thank God for Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. We still keep in touch with each other through messages and, and posts.
0: And when it comes to your initial beginnings, as we kind of take a step back here, when it comes to becoming a manager and an on screen personality, was that something you ever saw yourself actually doing prior to it happening? Or was it kind of a happy coincidence that you were able to thrive in that role so well?
1: Well, yeah, you know, that's funny, Harry, because, you know, I was just a, I you know when Eddie was on the road, you know, wrestling, uh, I, I was at home with the girls. You know, I took care of the house and, and raising them when, you know, and being the mom and dad at home. And then just to um, come into this, you know, new, Um, adventure of you know being on the on tv and being that manager i never knew i had it in me to do it (laughs) but i always say that you know every every person has their inner um you know evil side you know so to be able to to go on tv and to portray the general manager and of course i I was blessed to have the support of vince mcmahon and stephanie and uh, triple h to be able to uh you know experiment you know with the guys and, and and uh learn how to do the promos correctly and to play with the fans most of all because it's the fans that you have to entertain every night hmm. and I will always be grateful to them because they allowed to boo me and I was able to feel the hate and they love me at the same time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and for me personally, I remember being eight years old and watching Eddie win the WWE Championship. It was my first kind of real wrestling memory. How much inspiration did you take from his natural charisma and personality in your own character?
1: Oh, I took all of it. You know, I mean, just to watch Eddie in the bathroom, you know, rehearsing his, you know, promos in the mirror, and uh, you know, just being involved with his career on a daily basis, you tend to kind of acquire those um, characteristics, and you start thinking that you're a superstar too because you hear him so much that you start thinking that you're you have to go on TV when I really didn't have to. <laughs> um, but you know, just to uh, be involved with his creativity and and to support him on it, you know, every day, and to watch him become so successful in his career it's just uh it, it was a gift from god you know because um, not too many people were able to uh get to know eddie on that basis and i, I find that that uh, all his gifts and um and his talents and his creativity you know i i keep those with me close and i think about what would eddie do if i was in the ring and how i would do certain things on a uh, on for that night and so i would always try and see you know how I could make Eddie happy for that night, you know, mentally.
0: Yeah. And sticking on the subject of your own family, one of your daughters obviously was previously with WWE. When she decided to go down the path of becoming a professional wrestler and kind of told you that was what she wanted to do, how did you feel about her coming to that decision?
1: Uh, well, of course, I I was proud of her. You know, it just, um, she's very creative. Both my daughters are creative and they, they're they not scared of performing um, on stage I think that the if I was going to be afraid it was for her injuries you know to be able to keep herself healthy and to um, you know uh, to in, enjoy the moment you know being in the business because a lot of people will get so overwhelmed with um, you know being on, on that professional level of being on TV and, and trying to uh, you know please everybody and not make yourself happy first I always asked that they were going to do it because they loved it and because they enjoy it, not because they were forced into it or that they had to. You know, so um, my, my daughter was great. I mean, we, we almost got to work together before she hurt uh, herself in WWE and she was released. But we were we did very well together. We worked in the performance center in Orlando and uh, I miss her every day because I wish I could see her on the road, you know, because she was she's very talented. Hmm.
0: And would you say that having that extra time to spend with your family is one of the most beneficial things about not being on the road so often now?
1: Oh, of course. You know, I mean, I, I was blessed that I could be home with the girls because when Eddie was on the road, he'd be gone for anywhere from two weeks to a month, you know, so uh, to have that one parent at home, you know, was it's always important to have that stable, you know, parent to be home and, and watch the kids and be their support system while you're supporting your spouse as well, you know, to go and, and let them have their career and concentrate on what they have to do on the road.
0: In terms of your actual journey, I think your journey in particular, through being the wife of someone so beloved in the industry, and then turning into such a phenomenal on-screen performer and character, do you sometimes have to kind of pinch yourself and think that it's crazy to think the last ten years have actually happened almost?
1: Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's kind of funny you say that because we can uh, go—I'll be eating at a restaurant, or I'll be going through the grocery store. Um, you know, when someone will come up and just be like, Oh my God, it's you. And, um, at first I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, and then I I have to kind of remember what they're coming from. And, um, I get a lot of great fan support, you know, and some people hated me where they still voice their opinion that they still don't disagree. They disagree with me being, you know, who I was. And then some fans are just like, I loved how you were such a bad guy. And so it's really great to see how the fans still, you know, acknowledge me and, um, that's something that I still don't get used to because I'm I, I try and be humble and I you know when I'm going through my day I'm just Vicky I'm just Vicky <laughs> you know just uh, sweatpants tennis shoes and you know head to the gym and uh, when when fans stop and tell me you know they thank me for how I made them laugh or cry or, or get them upset it's it's a little gifts that that let me know that I was doing I was doing a good job at the WWE. Yeah.
0: And when you look towards maybe these younger managers or valets that are coming up at the moment, what would you say the one piece of key advice you could give would be in terms of really being able to harness your character and really really being able to get the fans to to hate you and to believe in your story?
1: Yeah, I think the the most important advice that I would give anyone, especially, you know, Uh, for a female that's going to manage a a guy or to be a general manager is that you have to believe in the character that you are. If you don't believe in yourself first or what you're, who you're trying to portray, it's not going to work. You know, so I I truly believe that if you're, you're going to be happy with what you're doing and you believe it first in your heart, then it's going to portray out to the fans. Um, A lot of people just go through the motions and they don't, you don't see it. Um, you don't see their words and their their um their their I don't know how to explain it their performance. You know when you don't see a genuine, then you know it's not believable. And so I, I really feel like when you see someone give all their hundred percent, then that's going to reflect their performance.
0: And one final question: <laughs> This is something that we like to ask everybody. What do the next eighteen to twenty-four months have in store for Vicky Guerrero? Gosh,
1: I would love to. Uh, The next 18, 24 months, let's see. I'm going to be 50 in April. So I think my next uh, journey is going to be uh, to maybe be uh, inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. I would love to uh, be a part of that. Um, If WWE ever said, you know, let's come back and let's try this again you would see me back on the screen in a heartbeat. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, as I wait for those um, moments, um, I also continue my education. Um, I am, you know, married in Houston, Texas, so I enjoy my life with my husband and my two dogs, and I try to make life very simple for us. And, you know, just... In, in just enjoying life and to take every moment that I have, you know, to uh, thank God for it, and also to, to complete my book. I, I'm writing a book on my life with Eddie, and then as myself was a WWE superstar, so there's a lot of projects that I'm working on. So look out for those. You'll you'll hear my name again,
0: <laughs> Vicky. It, it, I, I can't even put into words. It's, it's truly been a privilege to speak with you to even for 15 minutes just to talk about your career and things like that. Best of luck with the book and everything else moving forward.
1: Well, thank you, Harry. Thank you for having me on here, and I wish I wish uh, your your podcast and you know y'all much success. And thank you again for inviting me.